EM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Hey everyone, we are back with EM board bombs. We've got another board bomb that we're going to be dropping today. I've got myself, uh, Iltafat Hussein, and Dr. Briggs here. Are you ready? Oh yeah, born ready. Born ready, always, right? So uh, the topic today is going to be scaphoid fractures. Now, let's go ahead and start with one of our nice stems. You are taking care of Daenerys Targaryen, also known as the Mother of Dragons, a.k.a. the Mother of the Dragons to Dragon, Rhaegal, Viserion. Nice I can't even pronounce that. these names. That was, that was way, pretty good. I had to actually look it up. <laughs> did you really think I was a Game of Thrones type of guy? Really actually, not. I did, really to be not. honest. I did. Did you? I did. You know, I had to look this up on YouTube, you know, and I still butchered it. But anyways, (laughs) so Daenerys was in a pretty epic battle, you know, and she shows up to your ER afterwards. So while she was dismounting one of her legendary dragons, I will go with uh, uh, Drogon, and she (laughs) slipped and she fell. I know, right? She fell onto her her right wrist. And and so she fell onto her right wrist, right? Nothing else hurt, right? Um, So... You know, Daenerys, you know, she has no change. In, I'm going to see how many different ways I can pronounce her name. Daenerys has no change in the range of motion of her right wrist. She has full strength noted in her right hand, as well as sensation with good distal pulses. So you take radiographs. So which of the following is true? Wait, is that's her only a, problem? That's her only problem. After falling from a dragon? Problem. I know. I know. That's really it. She's strong, right? She's mother of dragons. Yeah, She's not going to have many problems like this, right? So and they do small problems. So A, x-rays are often positive within the first 48 hours. B, pain in the affected area with ulnar deviation with wrist hyperpronation is the most sensitive and specific for carpal bone involvement. C, thumb spica splint should be applied with the long arm application. D, thumb spica splint should entail ulnar deviation and slight dorsal angulation. What is the correct answer here, Dr. Briggs? Man, you know, I love questions that describe angles of splints. I know it's a horrible, but you know, you got to know this stuff, <laughs> Absol- right? Absolutely. So this stuff, you know, in the real world, you just call it splint tech or ortho, but this stuff, yeah. this stuff stinks. Yeah. So the, the correct test here is going to be the physical exam. Um, the pain in the affected area with ulnar deviation, wrist hyperpronation, that's the most sensitive specific sign. You know, and, and I think boards love these type of questions. They love the splint angles. I've personally had questions on that that actually tell you what angle the split needs to be placed. And they also tell you questions on, hey, what's the best physical exam finding that you could do for somebody? What's the most sensitive or specific? Same with like, what's the best test or most accurate test? It's like the same thing, I think, in the physical exam. I would like to hear more your take, not from dragon pronunciation. I'd love to hear more about what you think about scaphoid fractures. Yeah, exactly, right? So, you know, with the scaphoid fracture, um, you know, you're going to have pain, you know, in the thumb um, when you know, it's actually compressed along the line of the first metacarpal towards the scaphoid. So just think about this as that anatomic snuff box. You remember learning about this in med school. Oh, right? totally, Briggs. totally, yeah. totally. So then the final test, you know, is you can pronate the wrist while also deviating to the ulnar side, all right? So again, pain in the anatomic snuff box with this maneuver is both highly sensitive and specific for scaphoid fractures. And that right? makes sense, though, because yeah. when you're moving that wrist 
to the ulnar side and pruning it, you're really isolating that scaphoid for view because it's kind of hidden in there in that snuff box. Um, so you're kind of stretching. I mean, I'm doing it right now as I'm talking to you. Uh, multitasking, multitasking. And it's good. You can, I know. I got to be an EM podcasting, doctor. Podcasting. Podcasting EM doctor and drinking some coffee <laughs> yeah, this morning. Right. So, so when you move your wrist that way, I mean, you can do it right now. It's, and it's, it, you actually can isolate that scaphoid. And that's why it's the best, you know, sensitive and specific sign for that fracture. So you should actually not only know this for boards, but actually do that in real life to isolate that. Yeah. So that's a great kind of physical exam finding, right? And so the treatment for this is what then? So it's controversial, but for the board test, it's going to be a thumb spike splint. Right, right. So even if you don't see a fracture on the imaging, right, um, you're going to, if you have pain in that area where it's highly sensitive mm-hmm. and specific, you're going to go ahead and put them in a splint. Absolutely. And this splint, yep. to correct ourselves, to go over those wrong answers, um, the Choices C and D stated thumb spike splint should be applied with long arm application. Well, the choice D was saying thumb spike splint should entail ulnar deviation and slight dorsal angulation. That's incorrect. It needs to be in radial deviation and it needs to be neutral. It does not need to have any dorsal angulation to it. Right, right. And a couple of just to get out of the way, some of that pop epi stuff. It's, so when you look at the scaphoid injuries, right, it's the most mm-hmm. common carpal bone fracture. It's, you know, 70% of all carpal bone fractures. And why do we worry about this in the ER? Uh, why, why is this a big deal? Because it's highly susceptible to avascular necrosis. Um, it, you know, the area is poorly perfused in general, right? So, and again, it's so difficult to identify under standard imaging that when you miss it, it can actually lead to long-term disability. Uh, so that's why it's really important as an EM provider to anytime you have someone who has wrist pain or wrist injury is to evaluate that snuff box area to do some of the physical exam maneuvers that we were talking about um, and uh, to err on the side of putting a patient in a thumb spike. Uh, and that's where they're going to get you with the board. They're, they might even show you an x-ray and um, show what doesn't appear to be any type of fracture. Uh, but the, they'll give you the physical exam finding. And based on the physical exam finding, you need to know to place that patient in the thumb spike. So, Dr. Hussein, walk me through. I'm, I'm still hungry for more facts here. Tell me a little bit kind of in terms of what we actually place like on these patients. Like what if the question delves into more detail about do they need further imaging or do they need like a further uh, splint or cast placed? What would you recommend for that and approaching those test questions? Sure. So for the ER purpose, you're really going, again, based on your physical exam. You're not going to be getting a CT. You're not going to be getting an MRI or anything like that in the emergency mm-hmm. room. Uh, you're simply going to be pace, placing that patient in a thumb spica with instructions for a very close follow-up evaluation with their primary care doctor or even fracture clinic uh, with the orthopedic team or whoever's on for your hand team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does not require an urgent consultation or anything of the sort in the emergency room setting. Awesome. Well, that cleared about everything up that I need to know about scaphoid fractures. Thankfully, they're not that common, so... Cool. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> JK. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, you took care of uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen. And <laughs> she's fine. She's happy. Everyone's good. And you know what? Um, you know, her dragons are happy with the care that you provided as well, Dr. Briggs. Do they get a Prescani survey as well? They do. They they've you know except if they're not happy, they just fire. They give you fire, right? That's it. They, they, they just, just fire. Go. They literally they just, fire they, you. They, they literally fire you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Awesome topic. Oh man, love it. Game of Thrones. We need to watch it.
you know, that, I feel like if I ever watched that, that would be a, a huge step down in my patient care and ability to study still. I know, I know. We'll get on top of it. We'll read some clip notes or something. <laughs> clip notes. Catch up. Catch up. Catch up. All right. Looking forward to the next topic, Dr. Bruce.